the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome. Control with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's once again. Have an excellent show prepared for you. We look forward to sharing that with you in just a moment. First of all, I want to give a shout out to our friend over at Florida Door Solutions and let you know that, of course, Blue Darter Sports Central, all the Apopka Blue Darter football broadcast and games of the week. And everything you hear on 1520 WBCW are sponsored by and supported by Florida Door Solutions. If you have garage door problems, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. And you can find them at fladoor.com or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. Now we're back on the front porch at Porky's. And we're pleased to be joined by John Perry. Joe Ferraro is here of course, and we look forward to being joined by Coach Mike McDaniel of Blue Darter Baseball, um, hopefully sometime soon, and so that's kind of what's on tap, and then I also heard a rumor that Coach John Hauser might be joining us on the program today, of course, Coach Hauser, uh, the coach of the very first Apopka Blue Darter Boys Bowling Team State Championship, and of course may even possibly be better known for his extraordinary career, his Hall of Fame career as a wrestling coach and in wrestling in Central Florida. Also the father of Coach Todd Hauser, former wrestling coach and bowling coach at Apopka, boys bowling coach. So are we able to get Coach McDaniel on, on the line? Working on it right now. Okay. Well, good. Well, well, John Perry's here joining us when, when, uh, we, when we connect with Coach McDaniel. And we'll talk about a variety of things. Of course, it's been a lot's happened with Blue Darter Baseball since we spoke with Coach McDaniel. They returned. They're back from their road trip to Pensacola, where they played in the big tournament, nationally recognized tournament out there. Had a game Tuesday night with West Orange, which we lost 5-2. to two. And, of course, we'll be playing West Orange again tonight at home at Jay Barnes Field. And we will be broadcasting that game for you right here on 1520 WBZW, game time, 7.30 p.m. Of course, it's presented by Dr. Andre Baptiste at Baptiste Orthodontics. Baptiste Orthodontics looks forward to bracing the Blue Darters for success in 2019. Now we're joined by Coach Mike McDaniel. Coach, thanks for joining us. Good to hear from you. Thanks, guys. Good morning. How we doing? How we doing? Doing good. John Perry's here. Joe Ferraro is here. Uh, of course, as I mentioned uh, a moment ago, a lot's happened since we spoke last. You had a nice trip out to Pensacola, played some of the top teams in the country. I'd like to talk about your trip out there. 
Of course, we had a game against West Orange Tuesday night, so we dropped five to two. And of course, we got a rematch with them tonight at Jay Barnes Field. But first of all, I want to um, say thank you to you for the upcoming Pete Dunn night, which will be taking place next Friday night, April 5th, at Jay Barnes Field. There's a great, and John Perry's done a great job of covering it in the Apopka Chief. There's a great article today in the Apopka Chief, but I want to, all the Blue Darters to know that um, about Pete Dunn night next Friday night at Jay Barnes Field. Encourage especially these 70s guys that played for Coach Dunn in a great era, 75, 76, and 77, to, to come out and see him. And, uh, and of course, thank you and, and Russell Wombles for, for this opportunity. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah, you know, it's always very important uh, for us to, uh, you know, honor those uh, legendary guys in the past that uh, kind of paved the way um, for us uh, as coaches and for um, the players that have an opportunity to play on uh, Jay Barnes Field, in which that uh, you know you guys constructed and he uh, he built uh, you know the, the actual. Uh, surface that, that we play on today so um you know it's going to be a, a great night for uh for us and a great night for uh you know blue daughter history and that's something that we always want to try to do is uphold the legacy of, of all those guys like him and you know of course uh, coach dunn has, has uh, you know a storied uh, career at Texas university uh a college baseball hall of famer so it's going to be a big night for us for sure to have somebody like that uh, you know just to step on our field and, and be able to kind of uh see the face, uh, you know, that maybe a lot of kids don't know. No, again, thank you for that opportunity, and um, Kent Helmich, you, I appreciate it. The guys from the 70s appreciate it, and appreciate John for his excellent coverage here the last two weeks. Now, Coach, I'd like to hear about the trip. You had the big trip out to Pensacola, which is uh, you know a big deal for a lot of different reasons. And can you just uh, share, start and share a little bit about um, you know what you think what we gained from, from that trip, and um, you know how um, how it helped the team. Well, we started off um, pretty good, uh, and uh, you know had a, a good game against Piedmont. Uh, had a good game against uh, Bentonville, Arkansas, uh, but ended up dropping that one six to five. And then we were in a couple of uh, uh, really close games uh, at the end of the week as well. Uh, with Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, which is one of the largest schools uh, in the country, and then I'm certain it's the largest school in, in Oklahoma. Um, and ended up uh, you know give, giving up a home run late in that game. To, to drop it, but uh, you know the, the competition is certainly second to none um, there uh, in, in that tournament, and uh, we knew that that going in that we would have our work cut out for us. But uh, more than just that, you know, we got an opportunity to spend some time with each other uh, as teammates, uh, which you know we have a lot of new faces on the roster this year, and they haven't uh, had that opportunity to just bond and be together for a week, and you know, be in the hotel and do things out side of baseball uh, so I feel like that that part of the trip uh, was a success um, you know some guys got to uh, you know know each other a little better and, and get a little closer and, and you know as well as, as anybody Roger that uh, in baseball and having that camaraderie is something that is necessary for success. And uh, being that we have such a young team, I feel like that you know it's going to pay dividends down the road. Uh, you may not see instant gratification or instant success with that, but within the you know the time frame of our season and um, you know where we want to be at the end, that's going to be a big big factor for us. We're speaking with Coach Mike McDaniel on Blue Daughter Sports Central. Of course, we'll be broadcasting the game tonight versus West Orange. It's a district game. 
First pitch, 7.30 p.m. at Jay Barnes Field, presented by Baptiste Orthodontics. John, you have a question uh, for Coach McDaniel? Well, no, Mike, uh, you're struggling there, some some with the, with the way things went there Wednesday uh, at West Orange. But uh, new day today and, and looking f- forward to seeing what happens tonight. But uh, you got another a rematch with West Orange and uh, – Obviously, you're looking looking to get get back in the in the win column. Obviously, absolutely. Um, you know, you know, it, it's one of those things where I think everybody is, is looking forward to tonight. Uh, players, coaches, fans, uh, John Peary, Roger Williams. I think everybody's looking forward to that. You know, Joe Ferrari. You guys are all looking forward to it uh, just as much as we are because we had a tough game practice yesterday. We got some things, uh, you know, ironed out. We think. And uh, we, we just want to go compete, you know. You know we, we talked a little bit about some things yesterday and, uh, you know, address some of our fears, you know, and that's one of the things in baseball. Uh, I feel like that you have to be very transparent and you have to be uh, up front. And as coaches, we're like that with our players, but we, we actually had our players address some of the things yesterday that maybe they fear, and uh, and we, we buried that stuff. And so hopefully um, – it works out in our favor today, you know, and we just, you know, we expect uh, to compete. We, we have competed. It's just that things haven't gone our way, and, um, you know, in, in baseball and, and, and pretty much any sport, you create your own breaks, and, you know, we've been right on the, on the edge of it, and, you know, we've talked about, you know, we, we're one pitch away, one play away, one hit away, and we could be 10-1. and one. Uh, I mean, there's really only one game. The second Brantley game was the only game that really got away from us. Um, but other than that, we're right in every game, and you know, the, the, it seems like the, the fortune has, you know, been against us. You know, some people call it baseball gods. I don't know what you want to refer to it as, but um, we've had enough things go the opposite direction. We feel like that, that we are deserving of things to go in the positive direction moving forward. So. You know, I've got a follow-up to that, kind of exactly what you're talking about, um, Coach. And you know, I out in uh, Pensacola, we ended up played some of the top teams, you know, in the country, as I said, ended up losing more than we won, but they were all close games, as you said. Um, you know, I, the question is kind of what you were addressing. Do the guys understand that, that you know, playing top competition, playing them close, you know, losing a heartbreaker, you know, here and there is, is in the big picture, not a bad thing. In fact, can be a very productive thing. And the reason I ask is because you know, we all know that. We all know that the trip was productive, that playing top competition, you're not going to win every game, and you know, but it, it's going to make you better in, in the end. But I'm, I certainly, when I was in school, I didn't grasp the fact those kinds of things. I, you know, to me, every loss was a was a heartbreaking, you know, catastrophic tragedy. Um, how, 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 can you talk about the mindset of the guys and, and do they understand that, you know, kind of like the ups and downs we're going through, or just kind of part of, um, you know, g- being better and getting better, and, and being good at the end. Well, I, I, we, we talk about it. Um, as far as them understanding it, I think they're starting to understand it more and more each day. In the beginning, I'm, I'm certain that they didn't really grasp the concept. You know, and, and I try to explain to them that you know we're playing a Final Four type schedule. Uh, all those teams that you see on our schedule, they have an opportunity to advance in the playoffs and maybe even make it to the you know the round of eight or four um, at the end of the year. So um, once. 
they figure out that, you know, there's such a fine line in between, you know, winning and losing those games, uh, which, uh, you know, again, we, we discuss and we talk about. Um, I feel like that, that they become more mature, uh, if you will, um, and they understand the magnitude of it, and and they, they understand that, you know, the game of baseball demands your focus and attention on every single pitch, um, no matter uh, what side of the, the game you're on, if you're on offense or defense, or you know if you're a pitcher or an outfielder, like the, the game just demands your focus and attention, and it's not going to be any different, um, you know, in game one than it is in game 25. It's always going to stay the same, and so you know that consistency factor uh, that the game requires is something that we have to try to teach each and every day uh, in practice and in game. And you know, I feel like that our focus uh, wasn't tremendous on uh, Wednesday, um, but it should be tremendous tonight. We're speaking with Coach Mike McDaniel on Blue Darter Sports Central. We're going to go to break in just a minute. Um, and, Coach, we look forward to coming back and speaking, continue to speak with Coach McDaniel after our break. Once again, I'll remind everybody the game versus Popka plays West Orange tonight at J. Barnes Field, first pitch, 7.30 p.m., and we will be there broadcasting the game, Joe Ferraro and I, right here on 1520 WBZW and streaming online on the 1520wbzw.com and the 1520wbzw app. Before we go to break, I want to, of course, remind you that Blue Darter Baseball Game of the Week is presented by Dr. Andre Baptiste and Baptiste Orthodontics. And I encourage you to get over to see them in their brand new office. It's right across the street from Kitland Nelson Park on Park Avenue uh, in Apopka. We're pleased to let you know that Dr. Andre Baptiste at Baptiste Orthodontics look forward to bracing the Blue Darters for success in 2019. Also, I mentioned earlier that next Friday night, April 5th, will be Pete Dunn night at J. Barnes Field. The follow on, on April the 12th, Dr. Andre Baptiste will throw out the first pitch for that game. And we want to thank Dr. Baptiste for his support of the Blue Darter Baseball Game of the Week on 1520 WBCW and for his support of Apopka Blue Daughter High, Apopka High School and Blue Daughter Athletics in a lot of area, other areas as well. Also, before we go to break, I want to give a shout-out to our friend Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com, and let you know that Dr. Patrick St. Germain is proud to be voted best chiropractor for now 10 years in a row. So when you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. That's 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN, Dr. Patrick St. Germain. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. It's a great day in Apopka. We're glad to be joining you. Thank you for the opportunity to join you. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Barbecue. Invite you to come on up and join us. We'll be having lunch afterwards. John Perry's joining us. Joe Ferraro's here. We're speaking with Coach Mike McDaniel, Blue Darter baseball coach, on the line. Before we go further, I want to remind you that Blue Darter Sports Central is sponsored by Florida Door Solutions. If you have garage door problems, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them at FLADoor.com or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. And be sure to tell them you're in a Popka Blue Darter. Now back to Coach Mike McDaniel. Now, Coach, can you talk about um, you know, some of the things that, that – some of the positives? What are some of the things that you, you see that you've liked thus far you know, in the season? 
our effort has, has been really good. Um, and, uh, you know, our attitude, you know, even though things haven't gone uh, the way that we want them to or the way we have expected, our kids are still very positive and they still uh, – have outstanding effort and you know the body language you know shows that and when, when they go on the field like they still um, you know they're still competing and you know a lot of times when things don't go the way you want them to uh, things can get turned around in a negative way really quickly and and it hasn't been the case like there's been not much negativity at all and you know John's been in the dugout and he's kind of seen some of the things that have happened and the kids still remain positive and you know it's just one of those things you know we'll trade uh, you know not getting what we want right now for what we want in the end. And, and now I feel like that they all feel uh, very confident and very strong about their opportunities to, uh, you know, not only compete in our district, but advance the playoffs this year. Like they just, you know, it's one of those things yesterday we're talking in practice and a couple guys said, Hey, listen, coach, man, you know, we're going to get this right. And, you know, we're going to, you know, turn this thing around and, you know, it's not your fault. And, and I tell them, Hey, listen, like I accept responsibility for what goes on out here every single day. And right now we just haven't been good enough, but we're going to get there. And so the positive light, you know, the positive mindset and the positive energy is, is something that uh, it's kind of surprising, actually. Uh, but we, we have figured out a way to maintain that. So, you know, that's why tonight will be an interesting uh, night for sure. And along those lines, we talked about it a little bit before, but, um, you know, this is uh, every team is different. Every, every year you've got a different mix. Of course, last year was more of a veteran team. Um, this year is more of a, a, young, a mix. Uh, you've got some seniors back, you know, key seniors, but also um, and juniors, but also there's a large sophomore class um, as well and a, a, lot of, a lot of newer, inexperienced players getting a lot of playing time. How is everything uh, – are you pleased with the way that's been coming together? Yeah, you know, we have some seniors, but, you know, those seniors don't have much experience either because of, of how many seniors that we had last year on the field. You know, it was a senior-laden bunch last year, and it was a, a strong leadership bunch last year. And, and so, you know, those guys kind of rode the coattails of the, the ones before them, and so they're, they're trying to learn how to handle that leadership role. And, and I think that, you know, your lifeline of every team is your senior class. And, you know, some of these seniors, other than the pitchers, really didn't have a ton of experience last year. So they're learning just the same way as the sophomores are learning. And, you know, there's a couple juniors that played quite a bit, you know, last year as sophomores. So um, their role is a little different now is that they're going to have to produce a little more than, than years past and so um, you know it's a learning curve for everyone and you know usually that, that kind of that spring break time is where you know you start to make some decisions and you start to you know give them to that point to figure it out and then you know you start to uh, try to, to find something that's consistent each and every day and you know my job as a coach is going to be to, to put a team out there and just you know have one that's going to compete and then you just live with the results at the end and uh, you know that's where we're at. John, another question or comment for Coach? No, just uh, obviously tonight's game is important for the district title, or district standings, I should say. Uh, just when, when you're looking at that, and then you got next week off from district competition, if I remember correctly, looking at the schedule, and then after that's uh, Olympia. Obviously, got to got to win as as many of these as possible. I mean, that's true every year, I guess, but but uh, especially now with with kind of your backs against the wall a little bit. Yeah, we, we feel like that. We feel like tonight's a must-win game for us, um, if that is such a thing in high school baseball. 
but in our district, you know how tough it is and how tough it's been over the last 10 years. And you don't really want to be in that 4-5 seed because you're in the play-in game, which means that you would play on a Monday and you turn around and play again on a Tuesday or Wednesday. So um, you don't want to be in that. You want to be anywhere from, from 1 to 3. And, you know, right now that's what we're, we're fighting for. And we have some games left that are really important. And, and tonight, you know, backside of this one it's going to be really tough to get in those top three because uh, you got to win out and so you know we don't want to put any pressure on ourselves in that situation but you know we know that our backs against the wall and and, and our kids know it and, and so it'll be interesting to see how they they come out of the corner tonight we're speaking with apopka blue garter baseball coach mike mcdaniel on blue garter sports central coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. We're getting our weekend started off just right. We encourage you to do the same thing. And, boy, guys, it's, we couldn't have a more beautiful weather day today. A little breezy. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> um, and actually a little bit cool, which is great. Um, now, Coach, can you talk about just the pitching specifically because we all know how important pitching is. And uh, can you just give us your assessment of uh, the, the pitching thus far and, and how, what's the kind of the makeup of, of, of the staff, um, you know, from, from now going forward? You know, the, the pitching hasn't been bad. Uh, our starting pitchers have, have uh, had quality starts for the most part all season long. Uh, the bullpen at times has struggled a little bit in the middle innings and has been okay at the end. Um, and that's that's typical across any level of baseball. If you guys pay attention and watch baseball, you know, middle relief is – is, uh, you know, it, it struggles uh, in high school, it struggles in college, it struggles in the minor leagues and in the big leagues. Uh, and if a guy had to do it all over again, he could probably specialize in being a middle reliever and, and get one of those contracts like you're seeing each and every day. How does it get thrown out there? Um, because what happens in, in baseball nowadays is you're either a starter or a closer. You know, there's nobody in the middle. So... Uh, <laughs> That, that's been the, kind of the nemesis for this team, but uh, you know, Stallings and Tyner and Brewer have all had um, good starts for us. Uh, you know, and I say good starts, many quality starts. We try to, to chart all that stuff, and definitely good enough to win games. And um, I, we expect it to continue to be the same. Um, starting pitching is, is, you know, obviously something in amateur baseball and high school baseball that is, is huge, but. Uh, we feel like that each one of those guys is going to keep us in every game, and, and somebody's got to step up from, from the bullpen side of it and, and get us to the back end to, you know, previous to Weaver to finish the game. John? I've just, uh, Mike, offensively, uh, there's been times where it's, it's been fine and other times where it's been a little bit little bit of a, a, a struggle. But uh, is that something you can work on in practice? I mean, is is just BP after BP after BP, or, or is there, you know, some swing changes sometimes that you might make, not necessarily in the middle of the season, but uh, how, how does that work? How does the, the coaching well, we, from, we, from an offensive standpoint work? Well, we, want, we always want to have a solid approach and the same approach, you know, and every guy is different in their approach depending on where they hit in the order. And as far as, as adjustments are concerned, you know, baseball players at every level make adjustments from pitch to pitch, from at bat to at bat, from game to game, uh, from week to week, month to month, year to year. So you're constantly making adjustments on, on, you know, trying to repeat the swing and take that, you know, swing that makes, you know, you, you make your money, so to speak, okay, you know, the, the one that, that makes you successful is you, you want to take that one to the plate with you each and every t- at bat. And so, uh, you know, we spend a lot of time breaking things down 
in the cage area, which is is the breakdown time. That's where we talk about body parts and do our T work and our flips and things of that nature to try to get the the results that we're looking for uh, in BP and in the games. And, you know, on the field is, is more result oriented, and, and you know the, the teaching time is more uh, built for the cage and and for that time the one on one. And, uh, you know, so we're constantly doing it and, and constantly trying to remind guys of who they are and, and what their identity is as a hitter and, and then how that focuses in, into our, our offensive approach as a team. So, um, yeah, we talk about it a lot. Uh, there's been some times where we've had some non-competitive at-bats and there's been some times where we've had some super competitive at-bats. But, you know, we want alpha at-bats from every guy and one through nine in the lineup. Um, is that hard to do? Absolutely it is. But it's something that we, uh, we expect and it's something that we work on, you know, religiously each and every day. Do, do you – I know in football and, and, and basketball, the video games, they, you know, they break it down and, and, you know, that type of thing. And, of course, they're different ball games, and, and I understand that entirely. But do you all use video at all and maybe teaching some – I mean, not, not necessarily talking – uh, a game video. I'm just talking about maybe the practice or teaching video. Is that used yes. at all? Yes, we do. We try to do it about one time a week. Uh, you know, to kind of see the progress. You know, I'm I'm of a school of thought where too much is 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 bad. Uh, you know, it becomes paralysis by analysis. Uh, right. We want to see the growth. We want to see the adjustment from week to week. We don't have to see it every swing or every day. So we try to do something. And with technology now, it's a lot easier. You can kind of do it on your phone uh, or a small camera. Uh, and that's what we try to do. You know, one time a week is video these guys, you know, a T-work you know, session, you know, flip session, uh, maybe in BP, uh, depending on, you know, where we think that we need to be. Um, and we use that, you know, to our advantage. And, and try to, you know, get these guys, like, because the kids are so visual now, and if they see it and I can talk to them about it, uh, then it becomes, you know, something that they, they uh, grasp a little easier. You know, the old hands-on approach of, you know, I'm telling you, I'm showing you. But until they actually see it and they actually feel it, uh, that's when the, that's when the magic happens is when, you know, all that stuff goes together. Uh, that's when, when guys start to really improve. We're speaking with Coach Mike McDaniel on Blue Darter Sports Central, coming to you live from Porky's. want to remind you once again, we'll be broadcasting the game versus West Orange tonight. First pitch, 7.30 p.m. at J. Barnes Field, right here on 1520 WBZW, streaming live on 1520WBZW.com and with the 1520 WBZW app. Well, Coach, it's been great to speak with you, and um, thanks for spending so much time with us once again. We kind of miss you having up here to join us for lunch, but I understand uh, how things are back at the fort today. A uh, little underhanded there with the teaching staff. But um, yeah, anything else uh, you'd like to share with us before we sign off? No, you know, I just want to say thank you guys for your continued support and, and you know, all of our listening audience for their continued support and, you know, the, their belief in, in Blue Darter baseball. And, uh, you know, this is a, is a great place. Uh, you know, I know that the winning is important to, to everyone, including myself. And, you know, this is something that, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a deep heritage here and, and we expect to get things right. And, and that's what we're going to work to do each and every day. And you guys are such a large part of, of uh promoting our program and, and, you know, broadcasting the games. And, you know, it means a lot to our players and to our staff. And we just really appreciate everything that you guys do. And, John, you know, covering us in the paper each and every week and, and just being so positive and supportive of us. And, you know, we couldn't ask for anything better. 
Appreciate that very much. Yeah, definitely. You just uh, you know, keep, uh, as Coach Williams says, just keep working the fundamentals, and you know, the results will take care of themselves. And uh, yeah, I'm expecting that. Yeah, we've got a lot to look forward to this season with Blue Darter baseball. Coach Mike McDaniel, thanks for joining us, Coach. We we'll look forward to seeing you tonight. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. I'll see you later. Well, we'll go ahead. We've got a break coming up. We'll go ahead and take the break now, and then we'll come back. We'll be joined by, you know, John Perry will still be here. Joe Farrar will be here. We heard a rumor we might be joined by Coach John Hauser. That's always interesting when, whenever he's around. And before we go to break, I want to, of course, remind you that our Blue Darter broadcast baseball game of the week broadcasts are presented by Dr. Andre Baptiste and Baptiste Orthodontics encourage you to drop by and see them at their brand new Apopka location which is right across the street from Kitland Nelson Park on Park Avenue Dr. Andre Baptiste and Baptiste Orthodontics look forward to bracing the Blue Darters for success in 2019 and quickly before we go to break I want to remind everybody about Pete Dunn tonight Pete Dunn night next Friday night, uh, April the 5th at Jay Barnes Field in the game versus Melbourne. Encourage all the Blue Darters, to, uh, especially the old school Blue Darters from the 70s, to come out and see K- Coach Pete Dunn on his return to Jay Barnes Field. We'll be right back with Blue Darter Sports Central coming to you live from Porky's. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you today. Coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's once again. John Perry of the Apopka Chief is joining us. Joe Ferraro is here. And we're talking about Apopka Blue Darter Sports, of course. I want to thank Coach Mike McDaniel. Blue Darter baseball coach for joining us in the first half hour of the show for a great discussion of Apopka baseball and remind you once again tonight we will, Joe and I will be at Jay Barnes Field with the play-by-play and the Apopka Blue Darter baseball game of the week presented by Baptiste Orthodontics first pitch 7:30 p.m. look forward to getting out there now John it's, if we move away from baseball and um over to Apopka High Softball. And, you know, they are having an excellent season under the direction of Coach Mike McQuithy. In fact, unbeaten after 11 games, according to the Apopka Chief. Well, and, and it's 12 now. Uh, after this paper was printed last night, they defeated Lake Howell 8-4, to so they're 12-0 and 0 now. That's very impressive. Uh, Lake Howell's got a top-notch Yeah, Yeah, they, they're generally pretty good. Um, uh, Apopka jumped on them early and I think had three runs in the first inning, then scored four and maybe the third, something like that, and had the eight to nothing lead before uh, Lakehouse scored a few, but uh, we were able to get away with a, with a eight to four victory, and um, you know, that's another one of those quality wins that you have uh, outside of the district. They, you know, you talk about playing uh, a, a tough schedule, you know, Mike always does. Uh, he, he doesn't, you know, you look on the schedule and you see a couple of teams that names that you might not recognize or, or might not think would be all that good cornerstone academy and uh and eustace but you know eustace is year in and year out quality quality uh softball program so uh cornerstone's really good for their size school and you know uh, get a couple of girls who, who can who can pitch and play and and hit and whatnot and field and and you can you can you know, have have a pretty good program. So, uh, bottom line is, yeah, the Mike McQuitty's got a, a very good. Day. And the the one thing is, 
uh, last year, if you'll remember, they were senior laden, and they had a just a incredible amount of misfortune, bad luck, whatever you want to call it, um, late in the season, and had. Uh, one of their top seniors available for their district game, uh, their first district game against Olympia, and uh, lost. They end up losing that game, and that w- that was a team that if healthy uh, would have would have been possibly played for a state championship. Certainly would have been a force to be reckoned with in that that area. Well, this year is the opposite. After losing all the seniors from last year, they've got a, a starting the start whole starting infields freshman for Apopka, and uh, and they're producing obviously. That is at, amazing. At twelve and zero, uh, you know the 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 offense the the pitching has been very good. The the offense has been outstanding and and defense is is pretty solid as well so uh they they play they host a pop excuse me a popka host wakiva tonight uh at seven o'clock uh so it'll be a baseball game going on at 7 30 a popka softball at seven they're uh on the campus right next to each other and uh and then uh, that's a district game uh you know popka should handle that 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 you know they play their normal game that should be uh, a, a routine win for them let's say and and then tuesday is is a huge game at lake brantley it's a it's a district game if i remember correctly a popkiss beating them it, i think it was two to one if i remember correctly uh that uh, and it was a late late run that that won it for a popkiss so brantley's a outstanding program as well they've you know in some way has have replaced uh uh, West Orange is as the other other top program for in, in that district. Uh, you know, West Orange is. I think they're struggling some this year, and because uh, they were they've been very good the last several years, but especially the last couple of years. So, anyway, bottom line is is uh, you know, Popka softball's doing a great job, and, and uh, Mike's got his normal, very good, outstanding uh, roster of players, and and. Uh, We'll see how far it goes this year, and and you know with those freshmen, they they may hit a wall sometime. You never know, uh, but uh, you know if they can keep keep it going and 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 keep their focus and that type of thing, uh, this this team's got a, a shot at, at some serious uh, postseason run, I believe. Great to hear that great report on the progress of, of the great season in Apopka high softball is having in mike mcquithy's done a phenomenal job with the program he's been the head coach for over 30 years and uh it's had amazing amazing consistency it's a top-notch program oh yeah they that's that's a good way of putting it. it's very been very very consistent and uh you know i, I would say mike's been coaching as, as long since he had some hair but uh, i'm not even sure about that <laughs> I, I can well, tease. That's a long. That's a, that is a long time. I, I can tease Mike because uh, he and I are the same age. Graduated from Apopka High School together uh, 439 years ago, <laughs> I think. Because you were 438, Roger. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, the paleo. Uh, yeah, era. Ex- exactly. It seems like that sometimes. So, um, you know, it's uh, it, it's a uh, it's good to have that kind of situation where you have great success. The programs run well. They do it the right way. Uh, and the Sapopka people who are, are continuing that legacy with, with the younger generations. Friends, we're glad you're joining us. You're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. In fact, there are a lot of guys and gals already getting ready to start their weekend off just right here at Porky's. We invite you to do the same. We're speaking with John Perry of the Apopka Chief and Planner. 
Joe Ferraro's here, and we're talking about Apopka High School sports. Once again, I want to remind you, Joe and I will have the play-by-play -play for tonight's baseball game at Jay Barnes Field on the campus of Apopka High School. First pitch, 7.30 p.m., and that's presented by Dr. Andre Baptiste and Baptiste Orthodontics. Baptiste Orthodontics looks forward to bracing the Blue Darters for success in 2019. And also want to remind you, Dr. Andre Baptiste will be throwing out the first pitch at the Blue Darter home game on April the 12th. Of course, we'll be there for that as well. Now, John, I'd like to shift gears and now talk. You've got an excellent interview with Coach Rolson in today's Apopka Chief. Haven't had a chance to read it yet, but I'd like to just have you, uh, you know, share a little bit about because I guess that's um, the next big thing on the horizon, if you will, is spring football will be starting, and it'll be a new era for Apopka for the first time in, I guess, in, in many years, something in the neighborhood of 15 or 16 years. Um, coach Rick Darlington will not be the head coach at Apopka, and, and, and that's, uh, that's a big deal. But first of all, we got about – four minutes before our next break, but what can you tell us, and you probably know him better than anybody um, in, in Apopka, what can you tell us about Coach Rolson? Well, it's, uh, as I've said before and, and written, it's a completely different dynamic with, with Jeff, and, and it all comes down to personality, with uh, Jeff's personality and, 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 and Rick Darlington's personality. They're, they're probably about 180 uh, from each other. You know, Rick's uh, almost larger than life sometimes, and, and it's is out there and and I, it just well, if you know him you understand what I'm talking about or have even seen him. Jeff's understated. Uh, that doesn't mean there's any difference in terms of production or or what what will be the end game. You know, the, it'll continue to be done the correct way. They'll 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 teach the players the the proper you know behaviors and things like that. If they already if they don't already know. Uh, from a football standpoint, they'll be able to, uh, you know, it'll be, it'll look different. It will, uh, without a doubt, but uh, it's, it's going to, I don't see any of the results changing particularly. Uh, there may be, there may be some, some learning curve for the players and the coaches in terms of, of the way they want things run. Um, that's one really good thing about spring practice being in Florida because most states, almost no states have spring practice other than Florida. And I mean, there's a handful, but uh, the majority, vast majority of states don't have high school spring practice. And so that's something that's going to be really important for Apopka this year. I mean, it's always important, but, uh, you know, I, I've seen them in spring practice where, you know, if they have a decent number of kids returning, especially on offense, uh, the, you go out the first day of spring practice, and while there's no contact, uh, excuse me, in, no intentional contact because there's, you know, people bumping into each other, but uh, there's no intentional contact, but they're out running the plays that, you saw them running the last time they played the ball, you know, back in the previous fall. So, uh, you know, but that there's going to be an adjustment on that. Uh, as a result, the offense may not be quite as smooth in, in the, especially in the spring game, but uh, jamboree, but also maybe in that that early part of the season. Uh, just found out this week that there's been a slight change in the uh, in the preseason stuff, and, and you know, being that it's folks in Miami who are handling it, it's not a surprise, but uh, it looks like now Popco will be playing Booker T. Washington and not Miami Central on that Saturday, uh, August 17th, I believe it is, and so uh, you know, the game, there's two games that evening at Traz Powell Stadium in, in Miami and uh, 
Uh, right now, the game, Popka game, Booker T game, is uh, scheduled for 530. Uh, and, you know, 530 in August in Miami, well, it's going to be like 530 here, I guess. It's not, it's not going to be a, a nice breezy day, but hopefully it won't be uh, washout or thunderstorm because I'd hate for uh, everybody to go down there and the players and, and whatnot to go down there and get, get washed out. But you just never know. I mean, it's like, you know, Miami Norling coming up here and getting washed out and then getting hungry. So, um, but, but anyway, bottom line is it's going to be different. And, and, and the product will look different on the field and the vibe will be different. But different doesn't mean worse or better necessarily. We'll just have to see how it all works out. Very interesting. Thank you for sharing your insights. Before we go to break, can you share with us? I think if, I think you mentioned to me is this something we can share on the air that uh, the spring game date has been been established. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? It, well, it's and it's a jamboree. It's uh, Popka's playing. It's at Port Orange Spruce Creek, so it's over in Volusia County, just south of Daytona. And uh, from what I understand, it's it's a Popka and Spruce Creek for a half, and a Popka and. Uh, Atlantic Coast. There is a, an Atlantic High School in Port Orange, and I thought that's who it was at first, but from what Jeff Rolson knows, it's Atlantic Coast, which is actually out of Jacksonville. So, uh, you know, th- three teams that generally not going to see each other. Uh, you know, I, Atlantic Coast has been Midland, and so has, has Spruce Creek in terms of record. Uh, so we'll see, but uh, I know uh, it'll, it'll be a good chance for the Apopka, especially offensively, for the Apopka uh, to, to for Apopka to line up against some others. It's uh, May seventeenth, which is a Friday, so uh, you know at Port Orange Spruce Creek, May seventeenth. Okay, we'll pick it up when we come back from our break. You're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central on fifteen twenty WBZW with Roger Franklin Williams live from the front porch at Porky's. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central, coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. Glad you're joining us. I'm Roger Franken-Williams, joined by John Perry, the Popka Chief and Planner, and, of course, by Joe Ferraro. A lot of people are getting their weekend started already and getting it started off just right with lunch at Porky's. We encourage you to come up and do the same. Talking about a variety of sports on the show today, when we went to break, we were talking specifically about a popular Blue Darter football, spring football right around the corner with under the leadership of new head coach, Coach Jeff Rolson. Before we go back to John Perry and Joe, I want to remind you that Popka will be playing baseball tonight at J. Barnes Field. We'll have the game for you on the Blue Darter Baseball Game of the Week presented by Baptiste Orthodontics. Also, as John said, a Popka Blue Darter softball will be playing tonight on campus as well. And I want to remind you also about a week from tonight on Friday, April the 5th, Coach Pete Dunn returns to a Popka. Coach Blue Darter from 75 to 77 and of course, went on to a, literally a Hall of Fame career at Stetson, where he stands number 15 all-time in all-time NCAA Division I wins. He'll be returning to Apopka at Jay Barnesville for Pete Dunn night next Friday night. And, of course, we will be there. And we want to also thank John for the excellent coverage thus far in the Apopka chief and planner of Pete Dunn night. Now let's go back. Before we go, I want to remind you once again that our program is sponsored by our friends who are at Florida Door Solutions. 
in the best Apopka tradition, Ford Door Solutions gives back. Ford Door Solutions supports Apopka Little League and other youth sports in our community, and they support Apopka Blue Darter, Apopka High School, and Apopka Blue Darter Athletics. So when you have garage door problems, go to find out why Florida Door Solutions has been voted best garage door company once again at FLADoor.com. Find them at FLADoor.com or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. And be sure to tell them you're in a Popka Blue Darter. Now back to John Perry. And, John, I'd like to continue to talk about Coach Jeff Rolson, a Popka Blue Darter spring football and um, and once again, remind everybody that you can find out. I encourage you to pick up today's Apopka Chief and Planner. There's an excellent interview with John and Coach Rolson in the paper, as well as um, chocked full of <laughs> pretty much everything you'd want to know about sports in Apopka. And I'm, I'm serious. A yeah, great front page story on Apopka Blue Darter softball. Great front page story on Apopka and uh, Week Hive of Baseball. Great story on Pete Dunn Knight. And then when you turn the, the paper page, it just gets better and better. Great coverage of lacrosse. And, of course, the interview with Coach Jeff Rolson. I mean, I really don't know anywhere where you could go find more information about Apopka sports in one, one place. Now, and, of course, he's joining us right here. Several more questions to pick up on what you're talking about, about the new, uh, the new football coach, Coach Jeff Rolson. One thing, and, and, and it's very encouraging to hear you say that, you expect and anticipate Coach Rolson will be continuing to to teach the the off the field values, if you will, of discipline, accountability, patriotism, uh, all those things. That and I've said it many times, told him personally. Um, to me, that was the best thing about Coach Darlington was the way that he really was a top priority for him to emphasize to the young men uh, to to be good citizens, to be good students, to not just stay out of trouble, but to set a standard of leadership and a standard of excellence. And um, so anyway, it's great to hear that Coach Rolson has that same philosophy. Um, I do want to talk more specifically about one thing um, that I've been thinking about if on, on paper. <laughs> And I've been thinking about this. We're turning a, a, a lot of great talent. We should be turning a lot of great talent. Of course, in the new landscape of the open enrollment, now the first question that comes to my mind is, well, if, if they stay. Um, so do you have any uh, thoughts on, you know, and of course, in recent years, we've, we've suffered some losses for guys transferring out of the program. Do you know, or do you expect that the, Every, I guess there's no other way to ask the question, and you know, and I realize you don't have a crystal ball, but as things stand now, do you expect pretty much our team from last year, the underclassmen, to return intact for 2019? I, I do. Um, so far, I haven't heard of any uh, transfers. Uh, you know, there's two names obviously that pop out immediately uh, from a talent standpoint. And that's Jalen Carter and Jacorian Davis Hamilton. And uh, when I was up there talking with with Jeff on uh, Monday. Three minutes. Uh, Corey, as they call him, uh, Jacorian Davis Hamilton, was he? He was in uh, in the off, in the field house there. It was lunchtime. He was in the field house for for just a minute, and uh, so uh, he was talking to to the coaches, and uh, so he was there. Uh, King Brown was with him. So those are two obviously very talented uh, young men for the in offensive skill position, and, and of course. Uh, Corey suffered that major ACL, MCL uh, tear last year, had an operation, uh, 
if there's ever any fortunate to that, it was early in the season, second game against Bart- up at Bartram Trail, uh, and he's fully recovered from that. Uh, we'll see how it all works out, but physically he's fully recovered, and as far as I know, he's cleared for spring, and that was even a question uh, after you know he was hurt and after he had surgery, so uh, to repair it all. But um, he, uh, those those two guys are, are, as far as I know, are still there, and and you know, you know like you said, the open rubble, you never know. Things change too, but but I don't expect any any particular uh, transfers, and uh, so but uh, and, and but there again, you do never know. But uh, I, you know, looking at the way this whole thing works out, um, you know, there's a. a a good schedule ahead. It's a completely different schedule. Brand new district, Lake Mary and Lake Brantley and Ocoee are in that district now. West Orange and 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 Evans remain in the district. Well, Kaiva has dropped to seven A, so they're out of the district. But Apopka will end the season with them. Uh, it's that game's on November first, final game of the regular season, and that game that Wakiva game is at Apopka. So, uh, you know, I was looking at the schedule and the way it works next year. Uh, a popcorn, including assuming they play the the preseason game at home. A popcorn's first six outings uh, will be at home next year, so you know won't be much travel in in terms of that. So uh, it, anyway, I, I'm looking forward to it, seeing what Jeff can get done and, and his assistance and and get everybody on board and on the same page and. Uh, Offensively, defensively, and special teams. It'll be very interesting. A new day for a pop football under a brand new head coach, Coach Jeff Rolson. I do want to, uh, having said that, remind everybody that Coach Rolson is not a brand new face. Of course, he's uh, been here as defensive coordinator for all three of our state championships. He was uh, served a longtime assistant coach at Apopka, so he definitely knows knows Apopka, knows the school, knows the culture. Um, but anyway, it'll be very interesting to, to cover a Popka Blue Rider football under uh, a, a new coach and a new leadership. And, but anyway, for, for the, the moment, we encourage you to join us tonight. Joe and I will have the broadcast of a Popka Blue Garter baseball versus the visiting West Orange Warriors. It is a district game, and, of course, it's, it's West Orange. Nothing else needs to be said. First pitch, 7.30 p.m. Please join us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 